When it comes to the gifts of healing, gifts of healing have to do most likely with health-related issues. Jesus cleansed lepers, he healed diseases, he restored sight, he restored hearing, and so on. Those were healings, they were immediate and complete. It's also important to note that in this text, that the word gifts is in the plural, which probably indicates something that we first saw back up in verse four, that there are varieties of gifts. So what does it mean that there are gifts, plural, of healing? Well, it may mean that a person who had this particular gift most likely had a degree of the gift. In other words, he may not be able to heal any sickness or any disease or any malady at any time. Maybe the gift was focused on certain diseases at certain times. Another aspect to consider when it comes to the gifts of healing is to realize that some healing in the New Testament was not directly related to a physical malady because we live in a sin-fallen world, but some diseases and sicknesses and even deaths are a result of a sin-hardened heart to where if repentance is not manifested, then people suffer. Surely this would have taken place in Corinth, for we know that some people who had a greedy and divisive spirit died because of it. Think about 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Verse 29 says, For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body, eats and drinks judgment on himself. And that's why many of you are weak and ill, and some have died. Or even think about 1 John chapter 5, verses 16 and 17. There John writes, If anyone sees his brother committing a sin not leading to death, he shall ask, and God will give him life. To those who commit sins that do not lead to death. There is a sin that leads to death. I don't say that one should pray for that. I just want you to see here simply that death is on the horizon for some because of their grave, unrepented sin. But if repentance is shown, then they are brought from the brink of death. So this gift of healing or gifts of healing, it was sometimes dramatic. But apparently in the church, the gift was also being able to confront another brother or sister in their sin, repentance being shown, and them being saved from death or recovering from sickness. So we must be careful not to pigeonhole these gifts by what we want them to be, but rather we have to let Scripture speak to it. And one way we pigeonhole gifts is by seeing some of them as always being present. So for instance, with the gifts of healing, we may think that the gift would always be present and able to be performed. But remember, Paul had a thorn in the flesh that wasn't removed. He was also so sick at one time and for so long that he had to change geographical locations. Galatians chapter 4, he writes, You know it was because of a body, bodily ailment that I preached the gospel to you at first. Paul had to leave a ministry partner, Trophimus, behind in Troas to let him recuperate from a sickness. Timothy was oftentimes sick, and the prescription was a little wine to settle his stomach and not a healing. In each of these cases, we can assume that Paul prayed for healing, but the healing didn't come. So we can't make assumptions about the gifts that scriptures do not support. Another area to consider is the healing that is promised for us in the atonement of Christ. I've heard many people say and pray and act on the passage of scripture that says, by his stripes we are healed, thinking that the death and resurrection guarantees our physical healing if we believe enough. But that simply won't stand up when we look at the text of scripture. 
Christ was wounded for our transgressions and crushed for our iniquities and chastisement was brought upon him. Our physical illnesses and diseases were not placed upon him. We are healed from the wound of our transgressions and iniquities and it was his being chastised that brings us peace and healing from our sin. So the gifts of healing, there were no guarantee of healing. Many of these gifts being mentioned here were used to build up the church at the very beginning of her existence as a testimony to Christ and the establishment of the church of Christ. And they were absolutely present, but we have to remember to keep them within their biblical context. As you pray today, please remember Jamshed Hadiat and his family, our missionaries in Georgia. And also remember the Nindi LifeWord broadcast that's heard throughout Tanzania.